the American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Good evening, and welcome to the National Intel Report. I'm your host, Steve Elkins, and today's date is April 24th. 2023. Before we get into the news today, I just want to let you know that Ron McDonald will not be joining us in our second hour. He's had some uh, family issues. I let him kind of explain that to you if if he likes. And uh, he'll be back next Monday for sure. Next Monday in the second hour. Also, some good news over the weekend. I found uh, I finally got in contact and uh, with Harley Schlanger in Germany. And Harley will be rejoining us at RBN on Mondays, once a, once a month, Mondays. And looks like we're trying to work out a deal to be on May 1st, his first day back to RBN, to discuss world politics, the views from uh, the bird's eye view from, from Germany. And looking forward to talking some, some hard politics, uh, European world politics with him when he gets back here on May 1st. So stay tuned for that. Looking forward to that. Well, what's the big news of the day today? What's the big news today? Well, there's been a lot of news today. Oh, oh, yeah. I found out early this morning from my from my source. I've got listener sources, and I appreciate you out there. John, if you're listening, John texts me today and says, uh, Tucker Carlson has been fired, been terminated from Fox. Hmm, very interesting. I think in the rumor mill many, many weeks ago, we, we heard that Tucker Carlson was going to go and we also heard that uh, Sean Hannity would go and Laura, Laura Ingram would go. Um, didn't happen, but, uh, well, maybe this is just getting the ball started here, rolling Tucker Carlson disappearing from Fox. Uh, evidently, it appears that Tucker Carlson and Fox have agreed to part ways. And uh, like I said, Hannity and Ingram are still in place for now. Interesting. Um there's a theory, Mike Rivera and I talked about it today when I sent him over the story this this morning, that there's a theory, and it's a good theory. I like the theory. Part of this releasing, this termination of Tucker Carlson is probably due to the out-of-court settlement. I would not be surprised. The out-of-court settlement, of course, with Dominion. We don't know a whole lot of the details of this Dominion settlement here. All we know is that $787.5 million was agreed upon that Fox would pay Dominion and uh, versus going to court and battling it out. And I, I was disappointed. Like I said, Fox 
to me, sometimes you got to actually carry out the fight. You got to go into the fight. You got to go for it. And you just got to do the best you can. And it's all for precedent. Now, uh, you know, Dominion can push around pretty much anybody they want to. They can sue you, sue you, and you always get the out-of-court settlement, which always works out for one party only, really. Dominion. So they didn't fight it out. Uh, I'm disappointed. They could have brought in the documentary 2,000 Mules. I thought that's the way to go. That's what I would have done. Didn't happen. They just simply paid out the $787.5 million. But we don't know much of the details of the settlement other than that. And I think it's a pretty good theory that the settlement also included that um, Tucker Carlson and probably Hannity, Sean Hannity. I'm not sure about Lori Ingram. She's a, a kind of a small ball player, really, on the network itself, Fox. But it probably included that they should go back on their shows and actually apologize to the American people and confess to making up the story of a stolen election in 2020. And uh, I don't think uh, Tucker Carlson would take that, that, that deal. No, no, I'm not going to. I, I bet you Sean Hannity took the deal. Well, we'll find out tonight. Because there is no Tucker Carlson. There will be no replacement tonight. It's off the air. His last show being on April 21st. And there will be nothing in this place for right now. Uh, Sean Hannity comes on tonight and says, uh, does the apology and all that other stuff backtracking from everything you've ever, he's ever stood for and basically mimicked a lot of what Tucker Carlson had to say about the January 6th insurrection, how it was orchestrated by D.C. Capitol Police, FBI involvement, Ray Epps, the whole thing went after all that. And uh, if Hannity goes on tonight and backtracks and, and offers an apology to his listeners, guess what? He was bought off. Just because he wants to keep his job, he decided to take that deal where Tucker Carlson said, no, not going to take it. So he bows out gracefully. I don't worry too much about Tucker Carlson. It is an attack on conservative, somewhat conservative radio, TV, and uh, they are going after the conservatives. Uh, it, there could be a number of other reasons why they decided to get rid of him. I started thinking about it. First of all, the January 6th videos. Of course, he got a whole bunch of, what, 10,000 hours of video and he decided to play some video about the, the guy with the horns, uh, Jacob Chance, that uh, really the way the media had portrayed him as the villain, a very violent protester in the January 6th um, presentation there. But he wasn't. We saw the videos and he walked around through the Capitol and he was guided around by D.C. officers and open doors for him like he was royalty. Uh, so simply what the mainstream media was selling us and telling us was that this guy was violent and that's why he's behind bars now. Of course, we know that's not the truth. And now he's in some kind of a halfway house getting ready to be released. And just wait for that lawsuit. Wait for that lawsuit against all those mainstream media outlets that portrayed him to be the violent protester that he was not. I would think that the videos may have cost him his job here. Rupert Murdoch, he's a hard guy to figure out. He's a, a Jewish media mogul, owns about everything, Clear Channel and 500-something plus stations here and there, owns a lot, uh, has liberal viewpoints, kind of like Lauren Michaels now of Saturday Night Live, but then as a, as a conservative, somewhat conservative Fox media net, network here, 
and uh, has some people on that are actually opening up the eyes of listeners and people are, are leaving the mainstream media per se, the big ones, just leaving them all and, and going over to the Fox side to say, well, you know, Fox is a little bit more independent, independent minding, minded thinking. And uh, we are getting truth, and they seem to be accountable for what they say because if they get it wrong, they come back the next day and say we got it wrong. And I always found that to be uh, very pleasant to, to see that because very, very few news outlets will actually do that. They, uh, they make a lot of accusations. They point a lot of fingers. And when they get it wrong and get it terribly wrong, they don't have the guts to come back and say I got it wrong. I apologize. Um, you know, it's, if they ever come back – and saying anything that what they'll say is they got faulty intelligence, pretty much using the government line there. Government uses that all the time when they make up big screw ups and uh, bomb the hell out of some country or something. Well, we got uh, faulty intelligence, uh, you know, kind of like Iraq in Afghanistan. Uh, it could be also the Hunter Biden laptop a little bit. He dug into that pretty, pretty heavy and uh, the pursuit of criminality on Hunter Biden, his laptop and the drugs and and all the money coming in, uh, I thought that was interesting. Um, and I also started thinking about also what other aspect might also have cost him his job. I think maybe that investigative reporting show he had that you kind of have to pay into that service. I'm trying to remember the name of it offhand, but it was good. They give you little bits and pieces once in a while through the show. And they were talking one-on-one -on -one with somebody, like they would talk with one-on-one -on -one with Elon Musk or somebody. And uh, get the real scoop, what's really going on here. And some really actually decent, decent interviews, some really good investigative journalism, as they should all be doing, which they are not. He seemed to be one of the ones that actually did take his job a little serious. I didn't agree with everything on Tucker. I think sometimes he stopped quite short of where he should have gone. But I think sometimes it's kind of like uh, when I was talking to Dr. Peter McCullough, he stopped short also on many things because I think he felt if he went too far with it, they would silence him forever, and then his message doesn't go anywhere. So he had to draw his line in the sand and said, well, I can't go beyond that. And uh, may be a little bit better today. He's probably a little more uh, outgoing as far as opinions go now. Dr. McCullough, but uh, early on, I asked him direct questions. You know, I don't know. I don't know. You come on. You have to have some idea. Come on. Give me a, give me an idea. Do you have yes or no? What do you think? Mm, wouldn't go there. Wouldn't go there. Not going to go there. So uh, that's a, that's a good possibility. Dan Bongino also out at Fox last week. <clears throat> What's his deal? They say a contract negotiation. Uh, and I'm Dan Dan Bongino, another hard hitter, kind of like Tucker Carlson going after the facts and telling you the truth. Um, Don Lemon, yes, the sweet fruit from CNN, has been released also. It's amazing, all the timing of these releases. People getting fired, terminated, all pretty much on the same day or around, around the same day. Well, the ratings of CNN can't go much lower. You can't go lower than, than low, can you? I don't think so. So that's not going to be a big money loser for the network of CNN and all. Fox, on the other hand, is going to lose a considerable amount of viewership, no doubt about it. They're going to lose a lot of people. Let's uh, associate what Fox has just done, releasing Tucker Carlson, their number one, number one reporter, number one broadcaster on the network. They're releasing him. This is, sounds so sim similar to something else that just happened recently. Oh, what was it? Uh, 
oh yeah, it's the Anheuser-Busch and the transgender influencer, Dylan McVaney. Uh, yeah, you know, going that direction here. That costs them a lot of money. And uh, this is also going to cost Fox a lot of viewership, which is a lot of money and advertising dollars. People are going to be pulling their money. Uh, I can only ask, could they please, please terminate and fire Mike Lindell? Or please just ask him to change his commercials. I know Marcus in Idaho just loves the hell out of those damn commercials. But I find them quite irritating and insulting to my intelligence, especially the newest one when he, the guy opens up the medicine cabinet. And there's there's uh, Mike Lindell on the other side stealing an old commercial back from 1972 from right guard high guy uh you know come on don't insult my intelligence um you open up a medicine cabinet and there's michael lindell come on you can do better than that if you have a decent product then go with the decent product show the quality of the product and stop with the ridiculous stupid commercials okay i know marcus loves them marcus loves them uh but you know i don't and most of us with intelligence don't like those stupid commercials that talk down to us so just make a good product, advertise a product, show the quality of the product, and maybe I might buy it. I don't know. I might. Yeah, that's that's a termination I would be okay with. Or at least, just like I said, just get rid of the damn commercials. What else we got going on today? Um, Susan Rice also released. Of course, she's with the Biden camp and the campaign reelection committee there. So she's out of the picture. I don't know what the deal on that one is. Maybe the Titanic is sinking and Susan has decided to jump off and exit the Titanic. Uh, that's possible. I, I don't know. There must be good reason why she left the, the Biden camp. NBC News poll today about Joe Biden running for election, re-election in 2024. Get these numbers. No. A definite no. 70% saying no. Yes, of 26%. I'm, is that accurate? I, I would think there'd be more on the no side. Even the Democrats, people that call themselves Democrats, have to realize what damage Joe Biden has done to our economy, has done, has done to our reputation in the world. What's going on in Ukraine now? We're about ready to get into another Vietnam, a costly, costly battle there. Everything seems to be going wrong. Our energy needs are, you know, we're, we're in trouble. Gasoline prices, energy, everything, electric, blackouts in California, uh, racial racial issues all over the nation, mainly these Democrat-controlled cities, and uh, paying out reparations in California. <laughs> I still can't get over that one. This is the third time they've tried this. Uh, maybe third time's a charm. Is, it, is that the old saying, third time's a charm? I don't know. But to think about it, pay reparations for slavery. For just because people are black, man, you're going to have everybody running over to California who's black to to say I'm a citizen now. I'm a resident of California because I want my five million dollars. <throat> That's not possible. It's not possible without bankrupt, bankrupting the state of California. But I'm reading an article today that actually said, <clears throat> yes, it would actually bankrupt California, but they'll extend that bankruptcy to the rest of the nation to make them pay. Also, I don't know how that how they could do that. Somehow, but then again, who's in office right now? Joe Biden. So uh, we're all in this together. I guess that would be the, the theme you could say for paying reparations for slavery is we're all in this together. Therefore, fork over the money and let's pay out five 
million dollars to every black citizen in California. Well, now you're going to have actually people that are saying, well, I'm black. Really? Well, we've got uh, guys that are saying that I can, I'm a girl now, I'm a woman, and vice versa. Because uh, we have gender confusion, can't we also say I'm black? Why not? Can I, can I say personally, can I say, I got a nice tan, but could I not say if I, you know, did my hair a little bit different? Uh, could I not actually try to say that I'm black and maybe qualify for the $5 million? We saw somebody else do that a while back. Remember the young female that actually thought that she felt inside that she was a black woman and uh, portrayed herself as a black woman to get into college? Reminds me of that movie from... Uh, uh, back in the day with uh, C. Thomas Howell, I think he wanted to get in. It was called Soul Man. Yeah, he wanted to get in to a college he couldn't get into under affirmative action. So he decided to give himself a nice tan with some kind of shoe polish or something to make himself pretty dark and got into college. And then he fell in love with a girl and, uh, you know, like kind of all exposed. But, um, yeah, is that is that uh, the way to go here? Is if if. Uh, a woman can say, you know, I feel like a man or vice versa. Can't we all just say, well, I feel like I am. I'm, I feel like I'm a black person maybe and um, qualify for $5 million. That'd be one way to get rid of all the lawyers in this country and send them over to California is, is give every black person over their $5 million. There you go. We get rid of all the lawyers in this country because there's going to be a lot of squabbling and fighting over the $5 million. And the, the lawyer's going to go, geez, how can I get this $5 million from these people? Maybe I'm not too bright. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's see if I can go figure a way to, uh, to get the money back. But also they want to erase your, your debt, all your debt, and want to make sure that uh, even now that you get $5 million and erase all your debt, you can also have a job that qualifies you to make an average pay of $97,000 a year. Uh, there's nobody going to be working. <laughs> why, why do you want to work for $97,000 a year? If you have $5 million, somebody just hands you $5 million. By the way, the $5 million will not be taxable. Will not be taxable. So you have a clear, outright $5 million. You don't have to work. Uh, could you imagine? Well, it's, it's, it's total insanity. The concept, the idea is total insanity. And if, if there hasn't been a mass exodus already and there has been this they've already started about a year ago people leaving california corporations leaving california realizing this isn't the place to be this is not the place to be for a business this is not the place to be for uh, an individual worker working in a corporation it's expensive to live there and the taxes keep going up and the illegals keep flooding in and which is also going to raise your taxes so you got to pay for this stuff somehow you got to pay for all these people Coming in for free, coming here illegally, you got to pay for all these people. Education, housing, medical costs, it all adds up. Schooling, everything, it all adds up. Somebody has to pay for it. There is no free lunch. For all of us, most of us, there's not. There is a free lunch for somebody, but there's not free. It doesn't apply to most of us. And therefore, we could be seeing California being this ghost town of a state where all these empty houses are just sitting there like they were in Houston and Dallas during the big boom of housing crisis there. Uh, it'd be interesting, a ghost town, California. Or maybe we can just give it back to Mexico. How about that? 
More to come. Stay tuned. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing? The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Hello. by Fox. I was just thinking about it today. America's Voice Network might be a good fall for him. Also, maybe on Newsmax. But uh, I guarantee you somebody's going to snap him up. I'm not sure. $35 million a year. That's, uh, I think, what Fox is paying him. 
And uh, actually 35 or 45, maybe Sean Handy was getting like 40, 40 million a year. That's uh, that's way too much. I, I'm sorry, but uh, to me, that's uh, are you really getting truth of what you want, or are you just getting somebody to to say what you want them to say for that kind of money? There, that's that's outrageous money. He'll, I, I can't see him getting paid that kind of money from America's Voice or Newsmax. But maybe he's maybe he feels he's he's already made his money, he, and he has. He's been at Fox for what? God, I can't remember. Was it 12, 16 years, somewhere in there? Uh, and he's made his money. And uh, maybe now he can just focus on accurate reporting, true journalism, bringing truth to the American people. I mean, right now, we had a call last night on my show, Off the Beaten Path. I think it was Chance, saying how important it is right now to be involved and to really question everything, question everything. We really are in that time right now to question everything that comes out of the mouth of the government. It really is that time to call things out, things that don't look right. Something doesn't smell right. you got to mention it's, there's a stink in the room here. And it's time. It's really time. We should, we're way beyond that call now. We should have been doing this a long time ago. But uh, it's time to call out and question pretty much everything coming from this government. This is not a government. That's working in our best interest. I, I, I only like to call it a government. I really don't. I like to call it an empire because that's kind of how it behaves as an empire, controlling the people. So that's uh, it's time. It's time to call things out. We'll, we'll see where he lands. I don't think it's going to take too long to find a home for him. I think he'll find something. Dan Bongino the same way. Don Lemon will probably be uh, – you'll probably end up going through some drive-up at a Burger King one night, and you'll see a guy that looks just like Don Lemon, and uh, it may be him. I, I don't know. I don't know what else this guy could do. And to me, he was a lousy, lousy broadcaster. He was a liptard, and uh, and there's lots of those. There's lots of those. It's interesting why they let him go, though. I, I I'd have to say what he said wasn't too much out of line. He was talking about Nikki Haley, and I guess with her age had said that she's uh, not in her prime. Well, she's in her 50s, mid-55 or something like that. And I'd actually have to agree. And I would also throw myself in the category of uh, I'm not in my prime. I'm not in my 20s and 30s where I just go forever. You know, I mean, I was a work animal. I can't do that anymore. And that's natural. Your body changes and things change. And uh, you're not the workhorse you used to be in your 20s and 30s anymore when you're 50 years old or 60 years old. You're not. So that's not really a, a derogatory, shaming comment to make about somebody. It's a truthful fact. And uh, But I think there were other things that probably factored in also to get rid of him. But I can't imagine that would be the only thing. That, to me, that's nothing. i I would agree, actually. You know, I'm, I'm not in my prime, and I don't know anybody in the 55 years old, 60 years old that's in their prime. That's just part of life. That's the way it is. So there's probably more detail to that also of why he got fired. But I don't really care. I never watched CNN anyway, and the only reason we we know about him is because of his out, outrageous accusations of this and that. That's the only reason we know about this guy. And, you know, it's racist. Everything's racist with Don Lemon. Everything is racist. It's racist. It's racist. Except his white boyfriend. No, he's not racist. He's a nice white guy. Nice white guy. 
going back to this reparations for slavery here, I, I have never met anybody who actually agreed with this, and I know several black people, but I've never had anybody who came out and say, I agree with this, and I think this is the right thing to do. This is the right way to go. We need to give back from what we took away, and rather we, we're going to have to pay reparations. I, I've never bought that. I think everybody's got a story. We could apply that to everybody. We could apply it to the Chinese that came over here that we brought over here to, to do our railroads. We could apply it to oh, it's the American Indian. We kicked them off their land. We killed their buffalo. We put them on reservations. And how did we settle that? Oh, oh, that's right. We gave them casinos. Yeah, here's a casino for a couple of you guys. You guys can rake in the big money, and the rest of you can go onto the reservation here. And uh, here's some fire water. Here's some smokes. And uh, that's how we treated that situation here. But uh, this is ridiculous. I mean, anybody who ever, if you ever bump into anybody who actually agrees with any of this reparations for slavery, remind them, first of all, remind them of this one fact. That the strong African tribes captured the weaker African tribes and sold them, handed them over to the white man to be shipped to America. Okay? Remind them that. They were betrayed by their own people. The strong black tribes captured the weak black tribes and sold them into slavery. So if you have a beef with anybody, point your finger where you should be pointing your finger, and that's Africa, the people that sold you out, okay? Get off my back. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try Hemp Paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Go to RepublicBroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the cool, United with States. anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? 
either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Thinking about it lately, been watching some TV, been looking all around me, and what has come to be. Been talking to my neighbor, and he agrees with me. From taking my little girl to school She got beads of perspiration As she tries to keep her cool She says that mess it don't get no better There's gonna come a day Someone's gonna get killed out there And I turn to her and say Texas She says what? I said Texas I always loved that song It always uh, reminds me of John I miss him Back to this reparations for slavery here. Like I said, I haven't met anybody who actually agrees with this. I am bound to probably find somebody who will say, yes, we're do this, this reparations. It's our right to have this money here. But again, let's get back to the facts here. Again, like I said, the strong black tribes enslaving the weaker black tribes and sending, handing them over to the white slave trader to be brought to America. That's where you should be looking. If you want to get reparations Look to those people that enslaved you and sold you out, and that's the blacks. Nobody wants to talk about that. Let's also talk about the Civil War dead. Let's talk about that a little bit. How about that? 850,000 young men between the North and the South had died in the Civil War over what you said was to free the slaves, which is actually a lot more than that, states' rights and, and how the money was spent in taxation. That's actually really what it was all about. Um, the slaves were really not that big a, an issue in this. It was taxation, states' rights, and how the money was being spent. And, the, of course, the, the North was not, was not sharing the wealth with the South. That's what it was about. As the old saying goes, it's always about the money. Always about the money. So uh, when we also have had, uh, let's not forget, what, 30-plus years or more of affirmative action, okay, giving back to minorities who were not really qualified for the positions they got, but we did it anyway. It was affirmative action. Now, today, it's called diversity. And you and I don't fall in the category of diversity. 
No, everybody else but us. The list gets bigger and bigger. I guess that's what that LGBTQ plus is, that plus. It's everybody but you and me, white America, is the plus. I don't know. Why. I'm a minus, I guess. You're a minus. I'm a minus. But we're not part of the plus on the LGBTQ. But uh, they had affirmative action. They got jobs they were not entitled to. And it was based on the criteria of skin color only. I don't call that quite fair. I do believe in meritocracy, earning your way, climbing the ladder by your own hard work and merit. That's what I believe in. That's what makes this country a great country if we rely on meritocracy, working hard, succeeding. Then you get the rewards. Handing jobs over to people who are not qualified does not make this country strong. It makes it weak. It makes it weak. The government has become the employer of last resort. Last resort. You can't get a job here. Oh, go to the government. They'll give you a job. Oh, you're a minority. You're definitely going to get a job. Well, that makes you qualified, doesn't it? So if the government is trying to stir up a race war, they're doing a damn good job of it right now with this stupidity talk of reparations for slavery. You are really trying to divide this nation. Here, I'm going to take away from you, and I'm going to bring it over here, and I'm going to give it to you. And this guy over here is supposed to just smile and say, okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah, t here, take all my money. Leave me just a little bit. I need something to live on. But no, here, here, take all this and uh, hand it over to this person over here. Yeah. White shame me. Here, get here, take my wealth, hand it all out here, disperse my wealth, my income, give it to other people. I don't really need it. Well, if they're trying, like I said, they're trying to create a race war. They're, they got a good start on it. They got a good start on it. And uh, it'll happen. You're going to actually, you're actually going to create, if this ever goes through, you are actually going to create hatred. You are actually going to create discrimination. You're going to have people that prior did not hate anybody. They, I don't hate anybody. I, I don't hate anybody. But you're going to cause hate when you reward somebody at the expense of somebody else, make them pay for it, you're going to cause discrimination and hate towards that person that receives the reward. You're going to decrease my livelihood, my standard of living, hand it over to this guy, and his goes way up and mine goes way down. You think I'm going to love this guy? I'm going to like him? Do you think so? No, it's not. I'm going to have some hate and some anger in my heart for my life, my quality of life going down and his getting better. All based on what? Skin color. Well, you're gonna you're really gonna create a race war with this issue if it continues on. Let's go to the funds. Let's talk to our first caller tonight, Dave in Philadelphia. Welcome, Dave. Yes, hello, Steve. How's it going? I I think it's pretty good. I know I'm on a roll right now. I'm feeling pretty good. Welcome back, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. with the slave reparations, what I really want to know is if these uh, people that are claiming for slaves, like the blacks, yeah. they could just explain how slavery back in the 1800s affects their daily life today. Please tell me how slavery back in the 1800s 
has affected their life in any way as an American today in the 20th it century. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, it, it in no way does. It no way does. Uh, blacks in this country have a pretty good deal. They, uh, you go to Africa right now and look what the average wage in Africa is today and the quality of living in Africa is today. And I'm not talking about South Africa. I'm talking about the other parts of Africa, the continent. You see, you see people in real hardship, okay? These people that actually were taken here and uh, their ancestors, I'm sorry that they were slaves. I, actually, I'm not going to say I'm sorry because I had nothing to do with it. But today's black people have no reference to their ancestors and whatever happened to them to bring them here to this country. They have no reference whatsoever. They are living a good life here in this country. They've benefited by many programs. And to me, they have no justification to even think about or ask for reparations for slavery. It's a ridiculous idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, as long as everybody's getting a free handout, you know, I got Irish heritage, you, you know, go. in my DNA, and the Irish were slaves. So, <clears throat> I mean, I can't prove it, but I never really looked into it, you know. But as long as everybody's getting a free handout, hey, why not? Oh, can I get reparations, too? I can't prove that my family was uh, slaves, but it's possible because I'm Irish. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, every, you know everybody's, got a, everybody's got a story, David. Everybody can come up well, with a story to be a victim, tell you to, right to now, benefit. Everybody could. Yeah, well, you, well, you know, I could honestly say that, you know, being descendant of Irish and the Irish being slaves, that it hasn't affected my life in any way as an American today. Right. Not one iota. I don't think about it. I'm sure they didn't think about me back when they were slaves. <laughs> Point well made. Point well made. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, I, I don't think. I think I heard one time somebody mention about about, uh, and I've talked about it. I remember John Stadmiller and I talked about it that the uh, the stronger black tribes had actually cap captured the weaker tribes, and a lot of people don't realize that to be a fact. That's an actual fact. Uh, the white man was the middleman, the slave trader, but uh, actual the blacks were sold out by their own black, their own race, and that's pretty damn embarrassing to think about. Yeah. And that's probably why you never hear about it because it's so embarrassing that they were sold out by their own race. That's that's embarrassing. I wouldn't want to talk about it either. I'd want to find blame with somebody else too than face the facts that I got sold out by my own people. Right. Embarrassing. Anything on your side there, David? Anything else you want to talk about? Well, I, you know, I was wondering, could you tell me, like, give me an update on Farron Shove because he hasn't been on the on the air in a while. No, I I have not. I'll have to ask Julian a break here. No, uh, he was not there on Saturday, Saturday morning? I don't think so. I'll ask I think it was Richard Carey. I don't know. Uh, I don't okay, know. I'll well, have to ask Julie and see if she knows or Michael. I assumed he was doing his regular show. I haven't talked to Farron in a long time. Uh, it's been months since I've talked to him. Just sit down and talk to him. What's going on? But uh, I'll, I'll I'll check it out and find out for you. Thank you, man. I hope he's doing all right. I hope he'll be back. Yeah, soon. I do too. God bless I, you. I do too. He's he's a good guy. He's a good guy. I like him. Yeah, I really enjoy the show. God bless y'all, yeah. man. Everybody with RBN. All right. Appreciate the call. 
I'll check with that, uh, Julian. In between break, if you can give me an update on that, I don't. I have no clue. I thought Farron. I thought I turned him on a couple times. Maybe it was a rebroadcast. Give me the scoop on what's going on with Farron. Uh, back to the phones. Let's talk to another David in Nevada. Welcome, David. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing good. How um, about you? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Um, I, I I have to really concur with what you guys were talking about about the. Uh, about the black community, they need to take responsibility for themselves. Um, and that's not a racist comment. No, it's not. I agree with you. <laughs> it is no, not I, a I, agree, I agree with you. I, I believe in accountability of your actions and uh, behavior. I, I've, I've mentioned many times on this program, I remember when I came out, I probably shocked people when I said it. And I said to people that I, I discriminate. I'll be honest with you. I do discriminate. I am a big discriminator. But it's never been based on the color of a man's skin. I discriminate on one thing, bad behavior, how you treat others. And that's the only thing I could say is if you mistreat somebody or you, you diss them or you talk down to them, you disrespect them, I have a problem with that, and that's behavior. I discriminate against bad behavior only. That's it. Yeah, whether it's by an individual or a group. Exactly. It doesn't matter. And this, right. is, this is the hard thing that people can't distinguish. They, they can't say Oh, you can't talk bad about a group. Well, what if the bad group was targeting one person? That's right. And and what if that bad group was all one skin color? Right. You can't deny that. That that's regardless of their skin color. Well, you, you know, cannot, there's, there's you cannot yeah, deny that people act in groups. Right. Well, there's things you can point out as fact, and and when you do that, David, they they don't like the facts, and then when you no. point out a fact. They don't like. They like to pull the race card on you and say, "Well, you're you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're a homophobe." But uh, let's just let's just talk about a statistic. Eighty percent of prisons in this country are housed with black people. Right. Uh, black people are committing crimes. They're getting caught. And they're going to prison. I didn't make that right. up. That's a fact. Yeah. And if I bring that fact out. Somebody will say, well, you hate black people. You're discriminating by making that comment. I'm pointing out a fact. That's the way it is. And that's not a racist comment. It's pointing out the facts. But that's exactly the, the tool they use to label you, uh, to tag you with something, to shut you up from telling people the facts. And that's a fact. And I'd stand by that, that fact. I agree. And the the reason why I'm actually saying this is because um, white people don't kill black people at a very high rate. If you want to know the highest rate of killings, it's black-on-black black crime. It is. It is. It's the highest percentage. So, I mean, I'm sure a white person has killed a black person before, and I'm sure a black person has killed a white sure. person before. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's happened in both like both directions. Yeah. But if, if people really want to pay attention to the numbers, Black on black, even black people would would recognize it. Yeah, well, most, I agree with you. Most, I remember most, back most in the day reading would. on the. I remember back in the day reading on the black on black crime, and you think Lori Lightfoot would ever address that and say uh, we got a problem yeah. here? It's black on yeah. black crime. It's not white on black crime. It's black on black crime. But I remember reading statistics long ago in an article talking about most black men, young black men, inner city men really live the lifestyle they live in the gangs and, and, the, and the, the lifestyle that they've chosen for themselves because they saw no future, first of all. Gangs is a way of unity to stay alive. 
right. they all said they didn't plan on living. They didn't think they'd live past 30 years old anyway. So um, that's pretty sad when a young black man in inner city says, well, I probably won't live past 30 anyway. I'll be killed by another black person or a gang. Uh, that's pretty sad. And they don't address that. And the BLM never addresses that. The BLM doesn't address black women aborting black babies, for God's yeah. sakes. But they'll talk about a white shooting, a, not, a white officer that shoots a black criminal and kills a black criminal. Well, that's a racist thing to do. Uh, you know, it's so twisted. There's no, The yeah, ideology yeah. is not there. and it, it's, it's a very twisted, one, one-sided thinking on this issue. It's absolutely twisted, and these these black leaders, these black civil rights leaders, these black church leaders that are on TV, they're not on the side of black people for the most part. No. They are not. Once they come out with these, whatever, these these lawsuits, and then whatever, Don, yep. the guy with the funny hair, when when they come out Don, in, Don, in... Don King, Don, you got, uh, you yeah. got uh, Jesse Jackson Jr., you've got Al Sharpton. They're um, all- yeah, these guys are They're not about equality. These no. guys are not about equality and people bringing people together. They play the race card. That's their whole life is they've always played the race card because the race card is profitable. It's yeah. equitable. It gives them money. It gives them a career, for God's sakes, chasing race that doesn't even exist most of the time, but they want to make no. a race card, and that's what they. that's how they make their money. That's their livelihood. Yeah, and uh, black folks need to see that they need to be they need to be able to see that these people are not on their side. They just come out on the, the only time they come out is when when it's TV time. Exactly, exactly. When it's and I think time. honest black people actually see that. There, there are a lot of black people that say that this guy doesn't speak for me. Uh, oh, yeah. Al Sharpton no, I, doesn't speak for me. Jesse Jackson Jr. does not speak for me. Absolutely, I'm not. I'm not with these guys. I'm not with. I've met blacks who said I don't want anything to do with these guys. No, I know those. I've met those. I've met those people too. I've, I've met those. I've met all. I've met the whole spectrum of the black community. But in terms of as a whole, there is no race that is more easily manipulated by the media. And this is not racist. This is just what I observed because I have black friends. I have Asian friends. I have white friends. But the most manipulated group by race, not by individuality, by race is the black community. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. Well, you know what? That They may be challenged. That that may come to a challenge sometime. With the number of Latinos coming in this country here, we may be yeah. creating another situation of a race war between black and Asian. Not Asian, but black and Latino. That's that, a good yeah. possibility because they're flooding in. They're taking over. By the year 2040, California, will uh, white will be a minority in California by the year 2040. If you want to stay on the line, stay on the line. We'll come right back to you. Okay? Okay. excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying 
their low quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. But I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your delight. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. Did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history, but have been somewhat forgotten by recent civilization? Susanna's Secret offers 100% pure natural oils at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the one in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica, another one of our products used to clean and freshen your house or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady, we offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful cosmetic bottle or a pure argan oil, a natural acne-fighting product. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. definitely watching us let's go back to the phones david are you still there yeah i'm still here um what else you want to finish up with here um well i just wanted to say that um i, I still think there's there's room for nonviolence. there's room for uh, uh talking and negotiating I, I i i know we're very far gone and there's very little in terms of political solution but I believe in uh, in diplomacy, and I still think that it works. I do, and that may be the uh, the uh, optimist in me, the um, red roses person. But I do believe in negotiating because I, I think, and the reason why I say that is because I don't think 
I think people take it for granted because I think most most people they just scream at each other, so they don't think negotiation is possible. But well, I, I got to say to that is is war and violence is a breakdown in diplomacy, and that we we definitely have that. Uh, the ingredients are all there for, like I said, a race war, making somebody pay for something they had nothing to do with, right? And, and rewarding somebody else is the perfect storm for a race war. And uh, that would be uh, in the hands of the United States government, the empire here, who would be creating this storm of racial hatred and dividing the American people. So I, I would have to say uh, diplomacy, it's great, it sounds great, but uh, these people, this, is, uh, this appears to be all by design and very purposeful what they want to do. They want to divide the people to control the people. And if people are united and come together, well, you, it's harder to control them. So I could see that this is a a psychological operation that the United States empire is using on the people. Let's divide them so we can control them, better control them. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I'm just speaking on terms of, on, in terms of a more limited, um, capacity on a Mm -hmm. one-on-one basis. It's going to be very small, limited to people who can actually uh, understand and be able to talk. I'm not talking about on a major level. On a, on a large-scale level, you're right. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Well, you know, this, this psychological operation, this whole thing with reparations for slavery, may be just the, uh, the breaking the ice on the topic itself. And, uh, of course, it's not going to fly by you and me, but maybe they're working on the younger generations, just like they're working on everything else, you know, molding the young minds to... To uh, to live the lifestyle that they these these people have in mind for you, maybe they're uh, maybe this is an intended um, operation to work on the young minds to to guilt shame them for being white and say you know you must reward these people for what happened. Uh, it may not be intended for us, but it may be definitely targeting the youth of this country. I don't know. I hope not. I, I don't. Well, the, the the youth are being targeted on everything. The, the, the youth in this country, if it uh, continues on, are being targeted on everything: anti-religion, anti-gun. This, these young kids will hand over guns. Your Second Amendment rights will be gone. Uh, they don't like uh, free speech. They don't like the First Amendment, so that'll be gone. Uh, right. It seems to me they are targeting the youth of this country, the young people. David, I thank you for your call. Thank you. Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. 
First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.